What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Dear Universe It's Me podcast. If my voice does not sound familiar to you, my name is Jenny Dreyfus and I am your host. If my voice does sound familiar to you, welcome back to the podcast. I am so, so excited to have you here today. And for all of you for choosing to click play on today's episode, I want to say thank you. I hope that you learned something today, you feel enlightened, that you you are able to connect a little bit or relate as all of these episodes really are diving into learning with me on my spiritual journey and today is no different. You saw by the title of today's episode that I am talking to Ryan Dreyfus, who is the owner of Relic Body Arts in Las Vegas. Ryan is also my brother. We actually haven't really spoken for a few years because I was in an unhealthy relationship and he moved to Vegas and had his own thing going. But it was really nice over the weekend to reconnect with him. And it's a big part of my journey to build a better relationship with my brother. I think it's important. And obviously, as a young adult, that was something that I let slide through the cracks. So I was very excited to talk to him on the podcast today. I went and stayed with him and his girlfriend and their four or five animals <laughs> for a few days just to get out of Arizona because I was negative for COVID and just needed a little getaway, a little quarantine escape. So it was really nice to talk to him. I know this was different for him to speak with a microphone. He is a piercer at his shop in Las Vegas. And so I was very fortunate that he was comfortable doing this with me. And just for context, I think it goes without saying, and you can go to my Instagram as well. I posted a picture of us, but my brother is passionate about tattoos and piercings. And therefore it's really been his canvas. His body is his canvas and tells a journey of his life. And it really inspired me. And I learned a lot on this episode. So I think I mentioned this briefly, but my intention for today's podcast is that you are able to maybe find your higher self through this conversation and find compassion. I say that because part of the conversation we have is around him feeling I not judged, but the world treating him differently because his journey is visible on his skin. And if you are listening and you have found yourself judging someone by the tattoos and piercings they have, I would really love for you to listen to this episode because seriously, Ryan is the most kind, gentle, compassionate, beautiful little human being. And it is important that we all hear the message that he is sharing. So... Also, he pierced me after we recorded this episode because it seemed fitting after talking about the art of a piercing and the breathing and the channeling. And so I am actually not wearing headphones right now, which is unusual for me. So I can't hear myself at all, but I want my piercing to heal properly and these headphones squish my ears. So <laughs> that being said, thank you so much for clicking play on today's episode. It's a very important one for me and I know it is for Ryan too. So before we jump into it, we gonna breathe together. So wherever you are, again, if you're driving, just tune into your breath and focus on the road, obviously. But if you're seated or if you are standing, take a moment to find a position where you can relax a little bit, relax your shoulders, relax your jaw. And today, close your eyes. And really, all I want you to do is focus on your breath. And be sure to notice when your mind has wandered or wandered, and observe the type of thoughts that try to hook or distract you and try to interrupt you focusing on your breath. 
noticing and observing is the richest part of this. It's the richest part of learning who you are. And with this knowledge, you can strengthen your ability to detach. And again, just focus on your breath. Allow yourself to be completely in tune with your breath as it flows in and as it flows out. Follow the air all the way in and follow it all the way out. Taking one breath together. Seal your lips. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold this breath at the top. And then exhale through your nose. Same intention, same power. And as this breath slowly comes to an end, allow your attention to expand and notice your entire body. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes, coming back to being alert and awake, but always using your breath as a refocusing tool whenever you need it. And you guys, I'm so excited for you to meet my brother in today's episode and learn more about a spiritual practice involving tattoos and piercings and how it's changed his life. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode with Relic Body Art owner and my brother, Ryan Dreyfus. You don't have to look at me. Just make sure you hold the microphone. Are you recording right now? I'm not telling you. Oh, well, that's a yes. We're okay. just chatting. Chatting. So <clears throat> I don't want you to feel nervous at all, but I do think it's natural when you're holding a microphone that you feel a little bit nervous. Well, you have your radio voice on, so I... So I went to school right for this, so I can't turn it off. <laughs> it's natural for me. I remember when I um, played my trailer for you, you were like, that doesn't sound like you. But yeah, I hated it. When you have a micro... I don't know, something about when I went to college... Yeah. By the way, you guys, um, Becca's here. Becca's Ryan's longtime girlfriend, and mm-hmm. I'm visiting them in Las Vegas this weekend because Arizona has not been a great place to be with COVID, so I decided to get away, and I tested negative, and I'm supposed to be in Costa Rica right now, but I'm trying not to think about that as much, and I <laughs> really don't want you to feel so nervous. What is it about this that makes you intimidated? And we have dogs yeah. here, so you might hear the dogs. Some heavy Just breathing or side some note. dogs barking. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's just different. Doing new things or doing different things always makes me anxious. So if I did this five times, I'd be fine. But it's brand new to me. So you're also a Pisces. So if you listen to episode two, you guys know that. By the way, this is my brother. I don't think I said that. Yeah, we should probably start with that. (laughs) This is my brother, Ryan. Um, he is a piercer and he owns a tattoo shop here in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. called Relic Body Arts. Shout out. I'll put the tag for their Instagram in the description, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I'm excited to be here with my brother. And yeah, so why does this feel so different for you and so nerve-wracking? Being a Pisces, I know you're very quiet and creative. Yeah. And If I had a choice, I'd be sitting in, in the room doing anything like painting. I'm always making things, and I don't really involve myself with people too much um, unless I'm at work. Obviously, then I have to be social, and I have to make people comfortable. So I, that's where I talk. But Doing a, a interview, not really interview, but sitting down face to face like this is different for me. Yeah. I actually remember as a kid even, I would be outside playing with people and you would always choose to draw inside and be really introspective and creative, yeah. which is a good thing. It's just how you are. So you do not have to make eye contact with me. Yeah. By the way, I'm look not look looking at, at her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have to look at each other. So I know a lot of people are really interested in what got you in. We're letting the dog out of the house. So if you hear a door or any noise, it's just how it is. 
So I know a lot of people are really interested in what got you into what got you into tattoos and piercings. And growing up with you, I never really realized how artistic you were until now. But because we're going to be talking about tattoos and piercings and how it deals with reclaiming your body and taking back your power as a human being and maybe even how it's a spiritual practice, what first interests you in the world of body art in general? And share as much or as little as you would like. Yeah, I mean, for me, bringing it back, the first time I got a piercing was, I think, third grade. Our dog's playing with the toy, and my girlfriend's <laughs> really trying to wrangle him to, to get it back. I got pierced in third grade. I don't know what made me want to go get that piercing. Before that, I mean, we just... Wait, wait, wait. Third grade? Yeah. I went to Claire's. Oh, Claire's. Yeah. We, all, we all have done the... <laughs> We've all been there. pierce your earlobes um, with the gun, yeah. But now actually talking about it, that's directly after we moved to Washington. So for me, being so young, you were old, you've always been old, obviously older than me, but... um pretty traumatic having to leave all your friends and not knowing this new spot you know <clears throat> so i think now now talking about it at that time it was something i did have control over but moving past that getting in a junior high high school everybody has that moment where they want to be cool they want to be edgy and kind of rebel a little bit and i think that was my form of kind of like just showing who i am i got a lot of backlash for it obviously you know that i got bullied pretty hard um but that kind of pushed me through it. And then obviously the internet came out and you start seeing all these other people who have stuff and you see like, oh, fuck, there's a community. And there's other people like me who kind of understand like, yes, we're going to look weird and some people aren't going to like it. But I think that's what I do like about it is that it not everybody understands it. And it's like this kind of group. Do you think in hindsight that piercing in third grade? I had no idea you got your ears pierced then. Mm -hmm. It started off with... I think my left, and then I went to my right, and then I started stretching him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know him when he had gauges? I guess you still have gauges. No, my earlobes are reconstructed. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that now, actually. You did stretch out your earlobes and had mm -hmm. gauges. That was a total thing when I was it in was. middle school. It was, yeah, and it still is. People do it all the time, but yeah, they were um, about an inch at my biggest. I just remember I dated this guy who had really gauged earlobes, and they were really stinky. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the thing yeah. with stretched yeah, ears, it, it does shed skin and oil just like everywhere else on your body. So you got to take care of them. If you don't, then it smells like necrosis and that's gross. Yeah, I, to I absolutely remember that. Looking back on that first piercing in third grade, what did mom and dad think? Because you're really little during that time. And it, it was just on one earlobe, right? It was just one to start. I've always been a mama's boy. Yes, if and we I've really want to daddy's girl. <laughs> yeah, if we ever yeah. want to dive back into the whole father-son relationship thing and why that was controversial, which did plunge me into body modification because that was a little bit traumatic for me as mm -hmm. a kid. Well, actually, I think that's a good thing to say for starters. I mean, my relationship with you hasn't been super great. I'm, no. I'll just be honest. I Not think, like it hasn't been bad, but we just don't no. talk. Yeah. It was fine growing up, I think, until I started dating the person who I ended up marrying, who I know you disappointed. No, before, even before that, it was Yishin? Do you Does that ring any, yes. any bells? <laughs> That's when I don't we, talk to him anymore. I know, but that, that to me, from my timeline, that's where it kind of ended. So that sucks because for me, that's like men have always been the thing that has made our relationship hard, which no, I recognize. Well, we'll probably view it different. I don't, I don't see that. But I, I'm happy that now, being in our late 20s, you know, I think in me coming up to visit you guys this weekend is an extension of me wanting to make that better. You know? Yeah, that was definitely on your your half. I, I'm not the guy to, to reach out and be like, let's hang out. I know that, and that's completely fine. Not everyone is like that. Yeah, so that 
piercing and you and dad having a hard relationship and then joining the community and learning more about what other people were doing and that you could be a part of something bigger than yourself. And I know dad will listen. So I think a lot of people have hard relationships with their parents, even if something traumatic didn't happen. It's just a it's a hard thing. I've definitely been a daddy's girl. You've been a mama's boy. So we've both gravitated towards not favorite. I don't have a favorite parent and they don't probably don't have a favorite child, but we've felt more connected to one than the other. Yeah. Did that, did you feel more rebellious because you knew dad disapproved at the time? No, I never wanted his disapproval. I remember specifically a very intense moment that we had when I was in, what was it, like ninth or 10th grade and the shop that I actually ended up apprenticing at I went after school one day and I got my my lip pierced on the bottom and I came home and dad said, I don't know the exact words, but it was basically like, what the fuck? Like you're being dumb. You're going to get an infection. You don't know what you're doing. And it triggered me like because that meant so much to me. So why, if you're comfortable sharing, why did that mean a lot to you to have your lip pierced? I mean, for now, you know, it's so long ago. I don't know the exact reasoning that I did it back then, but that's around the time where I knew like, there is a community and looking up to certain people by getting a piercing or a tattoo, you feel more connected, even if you don't know these people. And so just kind of making it feel like, yes, I am a part of something bigger. I don't have that many friends, like kind of giving me purpose. Was it MySpace back then or was it Facebook? Oh, uh, MySpace was such like, I was so young for that. I, I think it was more Facebook. And then yeah. there's a website called, I don't know if it still exists. It was so long ago. Uh, no, BME. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a. it was a forum-based website where everything and everybody modification would come and talk and just discuss what they got, where they got it, where do you live, like, let's just talk about procedures and how they're done, kind of like everything. Um, it kind of died off. It was really cool at the time. I love that you say that because now that I'm thinking about it, I think I have seven tattoos, and honestly... Probably one of them is only very meaningful to me. Yeah. I, really. And I I don't feel embarrassed to say that because they're on my body for a reason. I made that decision. But I really think that probably only one of them really means something to me. I'd argue that. Now, now thinking about it. Okay, well, let's run through your tattoos. The last one that I was there for was your cactus. Cactus on my forearm. Huge moment for you in your life. It, it's a small little cactus, which might be made fun of in the industry, but you know, taking your trip to Thailand and then actually moving, it's just marking a point in your life where you can look at that tattoo and be like, yeah, like I can, I made that move. I guess I should You're rephrase proud of it. all the tattoos after my divorce have meaning to me. The one in Thailand I got from the monk and the cactus, yeah. but you, you just said that in the industry, maybe the cactus would be made fun of. Yeah. Can I mean, never to it? your face, <laughs> never to your face. Nobody's ever going to be disrespectful or mean about it, but it, you know, Pinterest tattoos are a thing, you know, I, totally. and, and no shame to anybody who has the an infinity sign or anything like that. But like that infinity, the arrow, your astrology, you know, your zodiac sign. It is what it is. It's really, it's just made fun of because so many people have the exact same tattoo. Like there's nothing unique about it. But I'm sure even having an infinity symbol means something to you for whatever that means. And well, I'm not going to shame yeah. anybody for that. Yeah. And maybe for some people, it's one in getting a tattoo because it makes you look cool. I'm just going to say And that's it. fine, though. Like, mm -hmm. that means that you want to prove to somebody something. is Yeah, it's exactly. Yep. Just like a haircut. Just like clothing. Just like makeup. You could use makeup as an example of that whole industry. Oh, for absolutely. Connecting everybody and everything around this single medium. So. Yeah. I forgot what we were saying. Your dog just looked. 
Yeah, I have a cute a dog. His name is Nico. So since we're talking about this topic, I thought I would ask you how you feel about your body before tattoos and how you feel about your body now that you are really, a can- I mean, your body is a canvas, I would say. You and Becca both have tattoos all over your body. And is there a right term to describe that as? So I'm someone who has a few tattoos and and it's not a big part of my identity where I think for you both it is a big part of who you are and it's very artistic and deep-rooted in your spirit and your relationship with yourself and you can disagree yeah I mean for agree but for me my tattoos and piercings and anything I've ever done to my body is my life I can't think of a time in my life where I haven't done something that I don't know like even that stupid ear piercing in third grade, it tumbleweeded everything, but that, that started it, you know? To answer your question about the feeling of, or what was the question about? How you feel about your body before tattoos and how you feel about your body now, because the topic is really using body art to reclaim your the skin you're in and if it's a spiritual practice for you. So before and after. Yeah, for, for me... Let me start off. When I look in the mirror, I don't see my tattoos. I don't, like, at all. And my close friends don't either. When I look at them, they don't see them. Or I don't see them on them. I don't don't know. I don't know if my girlfriend would agree. Like, when I look at her, I don't see her tattoos at all. So, what what does that mean, I guess? Because I did get some of mine because I wanted to see them. And I regret a few of them. And... It sounds like you don't have any of those feelings. I definitely have regretful tattoos. But the thing about tattoos, when I do look at my tattoos, I just look at... It reminds me of when I got it and where I was in my my life and who did it. And that ends up meaning something to me. It's, It's like a photo album. The tattoo itself doesn't have to mean anything or represent anything. But having that... That... Oh, Miko. Sorry, my dog is... That's okay. Wrapped I can, around here. I can edit stuff out too. It's more fun if I don't, but I can't. <laughs> well, um, there's four animals. <laughs> there's a lot going on. There's a lot of animals. So, so how do you feel now that a- after your tattoos, do you have a better relationship with your body? Do you have you honestly, or is it not your body at all? Is it your emotional self? And when I first started getting stuff, and I don't even know if you know this. When I was younger, like teenagers, I super hated myself. I would say super most depressed. people in their teen. Oh my god, your cat's like a ninja. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I would say most people in their teenage years dislike themselves. Um, I-, I didn't like myself either. And yeah, that makes sense. I can relate. I'm sure a lot of people can. For for me, starting off, it was a way to take any frustration or anger, or depression or anxiety or anything negative like that, and use pain to channel it. So instead of cutting myself or doing something that most people would see as negative. Now I get to use this outlet and have it be a positive thing that I can grow off of and now have a career where I can help other people do that. You know? Yeah. I actually didn't know that about you. That's kind of heavy, but it's, (coughs) it is, but, but it's important to say because, um, I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm glad that that's my outlet instead of, you know, heroin. Especially, like you said, being a Pisces, (laughs) having that addictive personality, I'd much rather be addicted to to tattoos and piercings. So, Oh, God, 100%. Um, Well, and I think there are people, too, who do self-harm, and then tattoos are a beautiful way for them to re-own their body after they've been through that trauma. Or, you know, rape rape survivors who... Nipple piercings all day. 
Yeah. Sexual assault victims all day. Yeah, so you own a shop and you do piercings, but you're in the world of tattooing, obviously, and you employ artists. So yeah. what, what? I facilitate the room for the artist, but I tr- really don't d- dive into that. My whole thing is piercings, not to cut you off. No, that's important to say. Is there something with, because piercings are a part of it too. You have several piercings. Yes. Many, many. You have implants as well. I do have implants, yeah. And I know Becca does too. So um, what is the most common thing that you see amongst your clients that could relate to this topic around reasons for getting piercings that would help them heal or be more in touch with themselves and the essence of who they are or coming back into their body after a traumatic experience? What are trends that you see or things that have really woken you up the first thing that comes to my mind as far as common things um are breakup or i can totally and it's mostly negative stuff to be Mm -hmm. honest breakups getting fired going through divorces moving somewhere new there's so many things that like you need to regain that control and sometimes you feel lost so I don't. I, I know I felt lost growing up, and that was my way to do it. Um, I would say that's the most common thing is negative shit, mm-hmm. which sucks. No. Yeah, it's rarely positive, though. Yeah, but I think that's truthful. That's honest. Yeah. Um, if it is a positive thing, it's friendship bonding. Mm-hmm. People come, obviously not right Instagram, now, but people come in. and or things like, yeah. Not Instagram, like, hey, we're best friends. It's like getting matching tattoos. Yeah. Whether you're friends forever or not, you know, it's a cool thing to, to have this group of people in the room and... I don't know the terminology that you'd use, but there's a lot of light in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel that energy of mm-hmm. it's happy. And you've probably seen people get tattoos and they're crying, you know, yeah, whether I it's literally, an homage to someone who's passed or it's covering up a scar or. There's a story I want to tell, but I don't know if I should because of like client confidentiality, but she was really cool. Um, Just don't mention her name. So I, yeah, I'm not going to say names, yeah. but first client, I've never met her before. She got referred to me. Super duper nice. And she, she came with a battle buddy. Um, like one of the exceptions because it was more of a sensitive subject. What do you mean battle buddy? So when you get pierced or tattooed and you need a friend to be able to kind of help you push through something because you're that, nervous. Is that a term? Battle buddy? Within my studio, at least it's, it's a term. Okay. I like, I've never it's, had it's, a battle. Well, I've always gone alone. I don't like having a battle buddy. I like being alone. I'm always alone too. Yeah. Anyways. Last time you had a battle buddy. Well, well, yeah, I was, that's a long story. I was here in Vegas with a friend. She, yeah. she wouldn't have been my she would not have been my chosen battle buddy and i'm yeah. okay if she hears that why well, was your battle That's buddy fine. i was there um anyway so she came in and she had an appointment for nipple piercings for a pair uh, and most people are nervous with that but she was especially nervous um we got back into the room jewelry was already sterile ready to go so we started prepping and marking just cleaning the area and making sure you know we have our guidelines and we start talking just kind of trying to break the ice a little bit and she just had a baby and breastfeeding was really hard for her. And she had super bad postpartum depression to the point where she actually needed to see a therapist and deal with it for like nine months. I have two friends right now who are going through that. It's a very real thing. I don't know if you experienced that, Becca, when you had your son. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. So we, we did the piercing and she was super happy. My apprentice was there watching. Her name is Zoe. And we get up to the front. She's kind of on that adrenaline high of, hey, I just got pierced. She's happy. And she's like, funny story. During my therapy sessions where it's actually more of like a guided meditation for her, not so much Reiki. I forget the term that she used. But one part of the story was that she was in the woods and there was a fairy and it looked like my apprentice Zoe. 
and her name was Zoe. And so she starts bawling and she's like, I'm not trying to be emotional or anything here, but like, this is really crazy that in my guided meditation, there is this fairy named Zoe and she looked like you and your name's Zoe and you look like this fucking fairy. It's just like an affirmation of like, I'm supposed to be here. I needed to do this and reclaim myself out of that like depression, you know? That's how I took it. I don't know if that's what it really was, but she was yeah. really nice. Yeah. No, I think uh, we have experiences on purpose. I think that would make sense completely. There's been a lot of things like that happening, too. It's not just like that single instance. I've been piercing for almost 10 years now, and it's I, countless. Yeah. Countless stuff like that. I want to do a quick one run through of my tattoos and get your opinion yeah. and then ask some questions. But we're going to take a quick little break so we can share... A fun little ad, and then we will be right back, so don't go anywhere. Okay, we're back. Hi. <laughs> so we were talking about tattoos and piercings as a spiritual practice, mm-hmm. and next thing I wanted to ask you is if to you it is spiritual at all in any way, shape, or form. I don't really think I'm spiritual. Okay. I, <laughs> just just throwing that out there, I don't. I, okay. I I've never dived into it like you did. So I don't know what the definition would really be for me. After listening to the episode three, uh, Empaths, I, <laughs> yeah, woo. you haven't listened yet. Go. It's listen. actually a really good one. Um, I definitely identify as an empath. So dogs. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. That you definitely identify as an empath. Yes. Okay, and that's a that's a period end of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so when you had, did you ever have a time though when you were having a when you were feeling really depressed and down and. Like when I feel sad, I will meditate or I will do yoga and that's my spiritual practice. But yeah, for you, I hate meditating and I hate yoga. I hate. But I will say this as far as the topic that we're talking about, uh-huh. I only do my own piercings. I don't, nobody else pierces me. You do your own. Everything so I have right, right now. I'm looking at you and you have a piercing in between your eyes. It's yeah, a bar a, It's called a bridge. You did that. I did that. Right after quarantine, because hey, needed to feel alive. Um, okay, well, pause. Actually, yeah. pause. You wanted to feel alive, <laughs> so you got a piercing. Yeah. So I, maybe, okay, maybe I should put this in perspective of yeah, like. I love that. Normies. Um. <laughs> Normies. <laughs> I know, and actually, I'm. I think that's true because I'm coming from a space of not knowing much about the industry of tattoos and piercings and, and body art. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from a space of wanting to learn more as someone having a podcast platform to ask you questions so that people who are listening who might also have a ton of tattoos can go, oh my God, that makes perfect sense. I completely identify with what he's saying. That's also why I got my tattoos and my piercings and Mm -hmm. it's my healing process. I think that's exactly what it's a healing process. So anytime I feel stagnant in life or I don't have a goal or something's going wrong, like I'll get a piercing because it's a fresh start. I get to have the adrenaline rush, which everybody loves a good adrenaline rush. I've jumped out of planes. You say, you know, and that's, uh that's done for everybody. Uh My adrenaline should be getting piercings or tattoos, but some people like roller coasters some people like suspension. My girlfriend loves suspension, which is literally can, hanging can, yourself by hooks. <laughs> can we do you you can say yes or no? Oh god. <laughs> do you so, want me to pass the microphone to her? Yeah, do you want to Okay, well then maybe you can answer Ryan. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that and yeah. is, would you consider suspension what you just said another form of body art world? 100%. And that is more so than anything spiritual because that's where it based off of um is spirituality and tuning in with yourself through suspension. I didn't, I've never dived super far into it. So 
any piercers or people in the body modification. Can you describe what it is too? It's suspending your body with hooks. And you can do it from different places on your body. Some people do it most commonly from your back just because it's most comfortable. Some people do their stomach or their kneecaps. Um, or you can get really fucking crazy and do it from places like... Your hoo-ha? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, did she? Oh. She said Kel did that. Um, but yeah, you can do elbows. You can do a lot of... Your butt. Your butt. Yeah. I actually think I saw... my One of my first videos I saw of you guys was you kissing while... You were out in the mountains, I Bleeding. think, doing that. Yeah. yeah we yeah, weren't yeah. there. We were suspending. We were I bloodletting is what I've heard for the term. Yeah. Literally just piercing to take it out, to bleed together, and just bond over that pain and bond over bleeding together. I don't you know. Like you're for not me, that's. Spiritual? I feel like that is. Because maybe I think when I think of spirituality, I think of. You think of a lantern and a salt lamp and sage yeah, and yoga. Yeah, yoga and shit like that. And I that's, I've never vibed with that. No, a lot of people don't vibe with that, and you don't have to. I, you know, um, being spiritual is different for every single person, and maybe for you, it's just bonding with that person in the moment. Because I, I've noticed the reason I initially brought up the empath thing mm-hmm. when I'm piercing a client, if they're really nervous, and I start to get ready to pierce them, I, I get nervous. And I've been doing this shit for almost ten years. I shouldn't be nervous, but I'm feeling it from them, and that sucks. And it affects your professional well i mean it's never going to get to the point where i'm gonna botch a piercing i just have to really focus on my breathing slow that down and i have to be that that beacon for them to be like i have to walk them and calm them down too yeah and i've gotten really good at that do you feel like this is your life purpose yeah to be a piercer and own a shop and to help people modify their body in a way that makes them feel good yeah on the day-to-day basis it is definitely business at this point Uh but just sitting down and really thinking about it 100%. I get to help people like I was, you know. Yeah. Cuz everybody that goes point through shit. in high yeah. school, right? Or high school, I did call it online college, but college. Uh-huh. Um people making any transitional moment in their life. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs something, you know. How old were you when you moved from Seattle to Las Vegas? Uh, what was I like 19? It was 2014 or something. Yeah. Yeah. You moved to the desert and then I followed you. <laughs> I love the desert. Yeah. I don't like Las Vegas, but I love the desert. Yeah. Well, you can come to Phoenix. Phoenix is nice. I do have to visit you at some point. I bet you a lot of people are listening and relating, and especially people who know you and maybe have come to you for business, I hope, are listening and feeling more respect for you. Maybe. I don't know. I honestly feel like... And I always cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, no. My clients are awesome. I have literally the best clients. They're always so respectful, and we do get a build up a relationship so everything that i'm talking about i almost guarantee i've talked to them about if not in more depth so that being said and i've i don't say this to you a lot but i'm very proud to be your sister and i think what you're doing for people is really important and i think you help a lot of people well when i was here in february i got a tattoo from katie in your shop yep and i was as i was leaving there was someone walked in just to come say hi to you oh she's my favorite her name is chelsea they literally weren't even there for a piercing or anything you would be best friends with her they just came to say hi so you have built um an impressive clientele and tell tell people where they can find you on instagram so best way is through my personal page, which is at Ryan Dreyfus. You already know how to spell the last name. First name is R-Y-A-N. And then if you want to check out the shop page, it's uh, Relic Body Arts. 
Yeah, and I'll put those both in, in the description. But yeah, I think it's really cool what you're doing. And definitely when we were younger, I remember you got the implant in your hand. Yeah, and I that was a turning point for sure. Yeah, I yeah. can see that now. And I at the time, I thought it was a little bit weird, but I get it now and hearing you talk about you it. You still have it. You can see it right yeah. here. It's pretty. It's right on the back of my hand. It's pretty Starfish. cool. So what are your least favorite tattoos that you have and your favorite and why, if you're mm. comfortable? Yeah, I don't know. I could break it up into two categories of favorite based on what it means to me or favorite based on visuals, right? Whatever you want to share. I would say visuals was before I moved out to Vegas, um, I came to visit with my friend who I actually moved out here with, Chris Gilberry, he's a tattoo artist. And I got the side of my neck tattooed. Is that the face? It's the face. With the white out eyes? Yeah, it's a dead lady. Billie Eilish eyes. <laughs> yeah, uh, dead lady. And I sat for what, was like six and a half, seven hours on that. Did it, it was, hurt? What? Did it hurt? Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, that, that last 30 minutes, I was dying. But it's all worth it. One of my favorite tattoos. I didn't even pick it. I said, do whatever you want to do. R- really? Yep. I said, yeah, 100%. You go to an artist for their <laughs> art and you say... I want something similar, this vibe, but do you? And you're going to get the best tattoo ever. Whoa. And that's my most complimented tattoo because it's so clean. So why is it your favorite? Just Visually, because it's authentic? Visually, that's my visual. Okay. Yeah, visually, that one looks the best to me. And thank God it's on my neck. Because um, it's going to be the forever. And it's the first thing people really see. Mm-hmm. Other than the, the line across my face and my black ears. If Which you guys you're didn't getting know. removed, I think. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had some laser uh, sessions on it. But laser sucks. It hurts. Hurts worse than a tattoo for me. Um, and those are my, my regretful ones, which is obviously why I'm getting them taken away. But, um, jumping back into meaningful, I have two that are really meaningful to me. The rest are just tattoos. Um, I do have mom's name on the back of my neck. I know you don't have dad's name or my I name. I don't have dad's <laughs> name, but I do have his birthday, um, on my inner arm. Um, Does he know that? Yeah. He got mad at me for it. He got mad. They oh, were. That's a different. I remember specifically. Um, we were moving houses. You were already moved out and they were staying in a hotel room. And after work, I went to go to the hotel room and I propped up on the couch or something stupid. And I showed it to him on accident because I used to hide all my tattoos and they started like yelling at me and they're like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Like another one? Cause I only, could you guys hear that? Meow. I have a, a cat. His name is little boy and he wants to go outside right now. So he's meowing anyway. Um, and they were yelling at me, yeah. So they do know about it, and they don't like it. But mom's name is one of the most meaningful to me. I don't get to see it because it's on the back of my neck, just like your celiac tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're gonna. Which I think there. you should do a whole episode on celiacs. I think uh, I I know it was like not positive for gluten- you. No, everyone's gluten free now, and people don't understand that I actually can't eat gluten because I have an autoimmune disease. People are gluten free because it's a very trendy thing. But I know it was hard for you. So even I had a if- shirt that said I love carbs. <laughs> yeah, you used to fucking eat bread by the loaf with butter. You used to eat Saltine, butter sticks. Uh-huh. Yep. So I th- I think eventually you should share that because it might help someone some way. True. Um and then the other one, sorry, keep jumping around here. The other one is for Sparky, which was our family dog. Yep. So when he died, where we buried him was in our backyard. And that tree grew. And that tree grew and what came with the tree was blue jays. A lot of Blue Jays. And I think this is one of the first times where I like really connected to maybe something spiritual of maybe reincarnation of like, I swear to fucking God, that Blue Jay is Sparky. It just is. Yeah. And so I got that tattoo. It should have been a portrait because it would have turned out better. But Blue Jays now, 
you know, definitely connect the two. And then same thing with butterflies. After mm-hmm. grandma died, I don't have a butterfly tattoo. Well, I do have a butterfly tattoo. Um, but every time I see a butterfly, it's grandma. Grandma, uh, grandma on dad's side. Mom's side. Mom's side. And nothing has ever came to me with Grandma Guhuli. Yeah. Nothing. We're both wearing her rings right now. We're both wearing her jewelry. You see shit. I don't. Yeah. Nothing's ever happened. I feel like you could if you opened up to it. I don't know. It, it doesn't scare me, really. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm pretty open if something happens. But like I, I told you earlier, the only thing I ever really see as far as like paranormal stuff or spiritual stuff, for the most part, is negative. I don't really have anything positive apart from butterflies. Yeah. Well, I might sage while I'm here. Please do. Yeah. I've never saged in this house. Yeah, it could be a good thing. Did you list off your favorite and least favorite? You did, I think. Your regrettable ones, right? Yeah, my my. I don't really. I didn't go into detail, but I do have a line tattooed across my face, and I have my ears tattooed fully black. And I think your arm. And my arm is fully black, but I love my arm. Yeah. But the thing with the ears and with the line that I have tattooed across my face is, I had my neck and I had my arm, and the moment I got those, it was a very obvious difference about how people would treat me. And now I don't care. You can say whatever you want to say about me. It doesn't really matter to me that much. Really, though? Does it really not? It really doesn't. There's specific people that if they say something, it'll super piss me off. But a normal person walking down the street, yeah, I don't really care about that person. Well, Fuck even you. at Trader Joe's earlier, yeah. she gave you a compliment, but I feel like it's always noticed. Oh, every place I go, no matter where I go. And we didn't really have a relationship for uh, for many years, but I did. I remember we did go to Las Vegas. There's a very specific moment where yep. mom freaked out. Yeah. Yep. We, we were walking. Walk- oh, you do it. Yeah, we were walking down the strip. Were you? No, no, no. I don't think you were in the picture yet. Not I don't yet. think you guys started dating. And we're walking down the strip, and this guy yelled that the f word at you. I don't. Right? I don't remember specifics. He just said it something. He ran word. up to me. Yeah. He ran literally from down the way. We were walking with the, the whole family. He ran up in my face, and he might have said something like, "What the fuck?" Right. Um. And mom, out of nowhere came running through and she was like who the fuck do you think you are (laughs) this is my son and i'm just standing there because i'm used to it right i'm used to being treated like garbage with facial tattoos that's a good segue to the stigma of tattoos yeah i don't get it i really don't get it because people who have tattoos have beautiful stories behind them you're open-minded though yeah most people aren't Yeah, and those are probably the same people who are not wearing masks right now out in public. Yeah. There's a whole category of these people, but I think there's just a general stigma in school, in the workplace, that if you're... My girlfriend just said she got kicked out of school for her tattoos. See, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. A school you were paying for, they kicked you out because you have tattoos. Was it because it was in a specific location on your body? You are fully covered too. She, yeah. So they're both, yeah, they're both covered in tattoos. That's, but that's still not okay in my opinion. Yeah, that's still not okay. So there's a, just a really big stigma around body art, and I think people who don't understand it and don't know someone who has people with covered in tattoos, like the both of you, are some of the nicest people in the 100%. world. Most gentle, creative. They've been through some really dark stuff. And that's why they're covered in tattoos. And if unless you take the time to get to know someone and learn their journey, it's ignorant for you to be judgmental of that. And actually, my capstone in college, public speaking was my capstone. And yes, that was my choice to public speak. And 
I did my speech was a debate speech trying to influence the classroom to be more acceptable of tattoos in the workplace. That was Which because I think of you. Dope. That was because of you actually. And um, was I was it after the Vegas event? Uh, no. That was way before, huh? Yeah, I had graduated by that point. But still, there's just this unhealthy stigma around people. Even the forearm cactus I got, I went back to work and someone I worked with was like, why would you get that in a visible spot? Oh my spot? God, fuck you. It's I would never ta- get out like of my literally life. No. Sm- well, no, I mean, but I tried but to. No, even cut it off right there. It'd be like, I see you got a new tattoo. Why do you have to come at it so aggressive? By, yeah. But, so, wh- but why does it, why does something on your skin, ma- why does that matter? It's not affecting anyone else. I just really, I just can't wrap my head around it. So I don't know how you've navigated that stigma. Obviously, your work is working in the space. Yeah, my work is safe. That's my safe spot. Yeah. Nobody can say anything to me. And no one does because that's, I mean, I've been to your shop. Everyone there has, has lots of tattoos. Yeah. And I'm sure they all have ha- experienced hard things. Yeah. <laughs> Almost really, every, everybody you, there. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. I won't run into, into specifics on that, but yeah. No, but yeah. So the stigma bothers me. I don't know if there's something you want to add around it or uh, maybe mean, it's just entitlement. Maybe it's growing up really privileged. Um, not being, not seeing people who have tattoos because if people got to know you. like The that, moment I open my mouth, the moment like, I start oh, saying articulate. hi, I'll yeah. walk up, I'll like skip up to the front and I'm like, hi, you're my appointment for today. And then the, the whole heavy feeling is gone because I like just, to think I'm nice. Oh God. You're like the nicest, most gentle person alive. Say it, Pisces, say it. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. I mean, it's just true. So just if next time if you're listening and you feel like you want to judge someone out in public who's covered in tattoos or has a weird piercing, just yeah, honestly, anything, any, crazy color hair, clothing, it's all the same to me. Who cares? You're, you're going to wear something crazy? It's just like wearing having a crazy tattoo. Nope. Yeah. Take a pause. Take a hard pause. Smile. And be nice and be Smiling. kind because you don't know what people are going through. And for some people, tattoos and piercings are yep. their spiritual process, perhaps. And you have to honor that. So some of my tattoos. Yeah, let's run through this. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not, but it's fine. So my first tattoo was the celiac disease awareness ribbon on the back of my neck. Which you hate. A, a tattoo artist did that for me before I turned 18. I got it in downtown Seattle. I think you're supposed to be 18. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And have parental consent if you're not. And I didn't, obviously. And I snuck downtown in Seattle and did that with a bunch of friends. And that was my first one. And the reason behind that was I wanted to be cool. You think? Uh Or do you think it... I chose the ribbon for a reason. Yeah. Because that was hard. But I didn't have the intellectual capacity at the age of 16, 17 to make a good decision to get that on my body. Yeah. Because I would... Like right now, I would want to get it covered up by a lotus or something. If I got everything that I wanted to get tattooed when I was 16, laser would be (laughs) your boy bankrupt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So that was my first one. And that was really because I wanted to fit in and be cool, I think. But it's on my body now. And actually, people will come up to me and ask me if I'm a survivor of, I think it's ovarian or some some cancer. And it's embarrassing. I'm like, nope. I just can't eat gluten. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. That was my first one. Um, my second one was the two paw prints on my side. Which I forgot about until you mentioned it earlier. I, I don't even see them. And as I've gained weight over the years, they've stretched little out a little. smushy paw prints. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I did that for Sparky and for Cooper. So two dogs. Do you think that's so funny that we both got tattoos for... Because I have a Cooper tattoo, but it's under my 
my under my black arm. No, I don't think so. We had Sparky for like 17 years. Yeah, he our was old. Ch- our whole childhood, we had that dog. So Direct me. That was really to honor him, but I don't actually, when I see the tattoos, I don't think about him. I, yeah. I don't feel like it's honoring him. Um, but I'm okay with those. And then my next two, I had a, I got it. This is one I really do regret this one. I already know. I, yeah, I got a D on my left ankle for Dreyfus. That's fine. And then the I on my right ankle was for my maiden name or my um, married name. So my when I was married, I had a hy- two last names. It was hyphenated. And luckily, it looks like a J. So I Jennifer can for Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can pull it off. Actually, and I really like the placement of these tattoos because yeah. I really like these. But I um, now it's just a reminder that I. Hey, but look at it different. You can totally change your mindset on that. You could look at it like such a negative thing or you could be like, I kind of am a survivor through that experience and just look at it like I made it past that point in my life. Yeah. So when you're 80 years old and you look at it, you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, you guys have a good understanding now, but. No. I Well, yes. And also, no. It's like, I understand that this wasn't meant to be and I can forgive you, but I also don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't need you in my and then my other one, what did I do? Do you after? have another one? Yeah. So then I think my next one after that was my Sakyan tattoo from Thailand. Oh, yeah. Thailand. Yeah. Uh, another huge turning point for no, you. No, that, but I love, that's my favorite. Yeah. I'm really happy I got that one and dad did not want me to do it, but not. But I think it, it's the same reasoning on why he didn't want me to get my lip pierced. Well, the no, whole infection it was safety. Reason. I was in a foreign country. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He did it with bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> in this little hut. It was amazing. Yeah, it but there's so a reason. Cool. I'm just trying to back you up, Dad. I know you're reasoning behind certain things now. Oh, that's nice to say, actually. Yeah. going Looking back at that moment where he would be super mad at me for doing something, it's just out of care. And I think he's ex- I think he gets it. I think he's okay with it now. Yeah. I sure hope so. Because he's seen you in action. Yeah. So. Well, should... no. They've never seen me pierce. But You've seen never you. seen me pierce. No, but they've seen you at your shop interact with people. Mm-mm. I swear to, I swear they have. No, but they know that I'm super educated in my field and I care. So Yeah. But yeah, in Thailand, that was my big trip after my divorce. That was a big um, another big trip. And yeah, this monk in this in Krabi in Thailand on this little island was doing these Sakyan tattoos and he reads your aura the day before and I did not know what I was gonna get, actually. So it was similar to your neck. I just, tr- this monk read my journey. I wrote a little script out of what I wanted or like what I felt the reason for my tattoo was. And I went in the next day and he, it was like a smoky room filled with sage and incense and he had music playing and he, ch- it was an hour long and he chanted while he did this tattoo with a bamboo in my, on my neck. There's a picture of it on my Instagram actually. And yeah, he, what he ended up doing was, there's five dots, and I guess it represents five different Buddhas. And there's a straight line at the top, and then it turns into a really curvy line. And the curvy line represents, he said, all the struggle and the pain and the trauma that... Oh, my God. Yeah, similar to what's on your oh, hand. Oh, Unilum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, all the curves rec- uh, represent hard times. And then he said he put a straight line because he could feel that I'm entering enlightenment, which is it just cool that he could sense that and then my journey was protected by the five buddhas which are represented by the dots outside of that and he didn't even speak english he hmm. spoke so you just had like a translator he spoke well he spoke enough english for me to, to say five dots means this yeah and to pay him but that was the coolest experience ever and actually sakyan tattoos in thailand are extremely spiritual that's the whole purpose around it so they i think tattoos originate out of they do yeah tattoos piercings 
every every branding scarification yeah. all of it and then obviously my cactus was new and i do like the cactus though it's teeny tiny but uh it's cute yeah it's cute yeah it's in a good little place too and then um piercings for me are just for so i can wear earrings i don't feel the need to do piercings that's crazy to me that you don't see the same connection with tattoos that you do with piercings i for some reason i don't i look at piercings way more as like a shield or as like a badge of honor than i do tattoos because mm. i'm wearing something it's like is it because it's it's because i can it, do you feel like it's more painful and pain is associated no with nothing it? with pain i don't know how to describe that for some reason i don't i did have my nose pierced and that and was literally just because i didn't do it no no no, no. Yeah. some p- bad person did it and it got infected but it was because i just thought it looked cool so I haven't done too many piercing. Yeah, my piercings are just my earlobes. But I might pierce you. Yeah. And you'll see the whole. If I do end up doing that, it's very. You're you're gonna be shocked. It's very different from how you got your nostril pierced. Hmm. It is a whole, and you're gonna be great at it. It's breathing. The whole thing is breathing. Grounding yourself. I need to ground myself. Oh, I never. It's would have a very of that. much a, a ritualistic thing, instead of just like sit down, let's poke a hole. It's not like that anymore, hmm. at all. So you, you might actually enjoy it for that yeah, reason yeah. and then having the adrenaline rush after where you can really mentally collect your thoughts about anything negative in your life and channel it through that pain and push it out through that pain. Really reach that enlightenment. You know what I mean? That's that's what I do. For some reason, yeah, I could never make that connections with, with piercings. Even with tattoos during the, during it when it hurts, I'm not think I have never thought about to like... To focus on the pain? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I could see why people would use that as a meditative release. So, well, we got some good questions on Instagram. We did. Well, I didn't get that many, but I posted it late. I'm going to look them up for you. And a few of these people who ask questions, you actually might know. So I'm going to start with questions from mine. And do you remember, I'm going to just say her first name, Kristen from high school. Um, I do, actually. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so she asked you a question. Hi, Kristen. And she wanted to... It's only been like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. She was very excited to hear you today on the podcast. And she wanted to... all grown to, up now. She wanted to know how or why you decided to become a body art artist. It just happened. In short, um, I've always loved modifying things, changing things. I don't even know if you remember this with Xbox consoles. Remember when I ripped them apart and used to change the cases and throw in lights and I, I, you might have been moved uh, out yeah like the glow lights you did that in your car too and then moving on I to the, playing Halo. the car and then <laughs> painting i've always liked making things and tinkering and eventually moving up and discovering myself with piercings now i get to do that with people and i get to make you are way more articulate than you think you are yeah i, I don't think i talk very good but yeah you are that- I'm yeah. always making stuff. So, but now I get to do that with jewelry and the fact that I can do that with jewelry and install it in people and make them more confident. It's just kind of like a full circle thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just about me anymore. I love that. So not necessarily just to help people. It initially sparked because I get to be creative. Which again, 15th time in this episode, he's a Pisces. <laughs> Yay me. Um, so next question is, have you ever been, or have you ever judged someone based on their tattoo? We were talking about this earlier a little bit. The arrow. Um, Initially, like in the first 30 seconds, yeah, everybody does. But the thing with body modification in general is if you're doing something and you're putting something on your body that's making you happy in any way, shape, or form, 
and you're consenting to consenting, it. Consenting. Um, big thing. How can I judge you for that? Be happy. Do whatever the fuck you want to do to actually be you. happy. It doesn't affect me. No. They could do the same thing to me. You, wow, that guy has black ears. Oh, wait. He probably is happier because he's made that choice to do it. And it, it is. It's, it's 100% body, my it's body. It's choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get... It's none of your fucking business, really. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. This isn't a question, but someone just said, wanted us to know that they tattooed their dog's paw on their arm to help make them feel like their dog is always with them. We did that, but yep. different. Yep. 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 How often do you find that your clients regret their, their piercings or tattoos? Well, because I pierce and don't tattoo, I don't see too much with the tattoo side, but we have some awesome, awesome uh, laser removal technicians out here in Vegas, so I know it exists, uh, and I've had removal sessions too, so... But piercings, not so much, you know, especially with how I do it. It's very curated. We sit down, we talk about your style. We talk about jewelry choices and lifestyle to where it's very thought out before we even pierce you. You actually said that in your text message, curate my ear. Yeah. I was like, what does it mean to curate my ear? It's basically what we already do as as piercers, but it's this word that got really trendy with a brand called Maria Tash. Um, We're basically, you know, we look at your ear, we look at anatomy and... For me, it's usually five to eight piercings on each ear that flow really good with your natural anatomy and the jewelry matches up with that. So if you're doing all rose gold and diamonds, everything's rose gold and diamonds and they're all fitted to your style. It just flows. It looks good. It's mm-hmm. curated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that they probably feel better about themselves. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. They got a plan. They're in control of the whole thing. You know, I'm just the uh, facilitator. Yeah. Mm-hmm um okay so these are from your instagram i don't think you read these yet how do you feel about the stereotypical workplace issues with body mods so can you describe the term body mod short for body modification okay so people usually identify that with i have tattoos piercings stretched ears my hair's dyed implants anything that's changing your appearance from the outside is usually apart from like accessories like clothing um so how do you feel about the workplace issues with that and I think what she's meaning by that is, you know, my dress code at work says I can't have my nose pierced, right? If you have your nose pierced, you can't work here. I think it's stupid. I think everybody's in agreement of that. It's 2020. Why should that matter at this point if you have your nostril pierced or not, you know? Especially with COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most people are working from home. It goes back to the, you know, why can I judge? I can't judge anybody for doing anything that's making them happy. That's not affecting your work ethic. If anything, it's making you more personable with your clients or whoever you're working with. You know, if scenario, I'm at the grocery store. The cashier has a full sleeve. I'm definitely going to choose aisle five, which is what she's in, instead of aisle seven, (laughs) who's like a clean cut tie up type of guy. Um, Yeah, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, it does, unfortunately, but it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. And then last question was, did getting piercings or body modifications help with your self-esteem? I like yes. body mod. I like that term, body modification. It just rolls off the tongue a did little it better. Help with your self-esteem. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, if I didn't have, and this is going to sound super negative and I don't mean it to be, I don't want to trigger anybody, but if I didn't have my tattoos and I didn't have piercings, as little as it may seem to somebody, I would not be myself and I don't think I'd want to exist. That sounds super deep and like depressing, but no, like truth. it's my whole life. Yeah. So. It's your, well, and if, if you feel like that's your purpose, then you're fulfilling that. It's just my identity. Yeah. And you don't seem ashamed of it at all. No, it's, I own it now. Yeah. It really seems to fit who you are. And in some ways, I've said this before, that maybe is your way of being connected to who you are. So I think I'm I'm literally 
creating myself. So without it, yeah, self-esteem is shot. I don't have a purpose. I don't, what's the point? It's like you with traveling with people. What yeah. if somebody, one of, well, now it kind of exists, but what if one day someone's like, you can never travel again. You can never meet anybody new. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is the point? Let me. That would be really hard. It's the same thing. Just like I'm supposed to be on my, you know, yearly international trip right now and I'm not. That really is, that sucks. That's what something I do every single year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas traveling gives you anxiety. It feels. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Some people hate it for me. Even this gives me anxiety for anybody listening. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for talking about it. But yeah, you really, you really are. Do you feel more comfortable now? Yeah. See, once you just get going, <laughs> it's <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. So that's all that I had on the docket. <laughs> is there anything for anyone listening? Is there anything that you want to put out there into the universe of, on this topic? Be yourself. Trust yourself. Do whatever you want to do. I don't know. I, I I know there's a lot of pressure from outside sources saying you can do this, you can't do that, whether it's parents or college or your Instagram followers or whatever it is, but honestly, fuck everybody. Yeah, get that piercing, get that tattoo, do whatever you want to do. If it's going to make you happy, do it. And if you find yourself in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada, (laughs) you better visit Relic Body Arts. I've been tattooed there. It was... You came on a busy day, too. Very clean. I'm not just saying that. Very clean in there. I've had tattoos at other studios. Extremely clean. Everyone was very nice. Everything came out of fresh packaging. The check-in process was easy. It was... Which is now all digital, by the way. You scan on your phone. Very digital. Very seamless. So be sure to follow them on Instagram. Everything is in the description of the episode. Be sure to follow Ryan. I'll also put Becca's Instagram in there. And (laughs) I am just really happy you talked about this. A lot of people were excited about it. And... Hopefully I answered everything everybody wanted i think you did but if not you guys can dm me too yeah slide into his dms if you have any other questions at all you can also let me know if you want i can have him on again we can talk deeper about this just let me know but be sure to subscribe if you haven't already and follow all of us on instagram and thank you if you are still listening And I think we'll end it there. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for pushing me out of my my normal comfort zone. Hey, we're just on it's a hard couch. To do. The only different thing is we're holding microphones. Yeah. That's literally the only difference. But if you are listening, as always, please know that the divine light within me sees and honors and loves and cherishes the beautiful, bright, divine light that is within each and every one of you because you know it is there shining brightly, my friends. So we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.